Hello, my name is Trent Gonzalez. Uh, this is something that has been on my mind for a little bit. It's just going to be me talking about a couple of uh, a couple of topics today. Well, the first one, of course, is just you know the world that we live in. We live in a world where you know the fall of character of just basic character is is uh is at its all time low in every way I can say. Um and I'm not saying that, you know, this world is full of just evil, wicked, horrible people, but I can say that um for the most part that the things that we're being taught, you know, especially right now and for the younger generation, it's even worse. But for the people who are older in age, who just haven't found themselves, I, I guess uh, they fall into these traps uh, that this world has set up. Um, you know, we can we can talk about a, a whole bunch of different things. You know, how addiction in in substances has been at an all-time high, um, and that, you know, the homelessness can, can prove what I'm trying to say, um, you know, I, I just can't really put it in words necessarily, but, you know, it's just the fall of, of, of character, you know, it's, might not seem like it's a big deal, or, it doesn't seem like it's uh, super noticeable, but you go and you meet people, and they can't look you in the eye. They can't give you a handshake. You know, these things are just small, of course, but in the same token, they're actually some of the biggest things. Um, so, I don't even know how to even describe this, but I'll say a couple of years ago is when I started to really notice this in other people and in myself, I started to notice that, you know, the things that I, were, I was doing and the things that other people were doing in comparison to uh, years before, you know, generations before has just plummeted. You know, how many times have you met a young man who will give you a, a solid handshake and you know, stand up straight with his shoulders back and talk to you with, with you know, politeness and confidence? You know, you just don't really see that. Um, technology has kind of ruined young people's spirits, ruined their their ability to connect with the outside world, especially if you're young and you're just raised with social media, um, you know, this, this self-worth has dropped, and on the other side of the spectrum, it has also gone way above, um, where people are becoming narcissistic and and selfish, um, 
So there isn't really much of a true, I guess, sort of self-worth or self-esteem. It's kind of one or the other, sorry to say. Of course, there's those few exceptions, but for the most part, it's either people are down and low or they're narcissistic and they think that they know everything and and it's just... It's just crazy. It just really does show the uh, state of our our culture at this point. Um, and of course, uh, I'm going to be talking about the Bible, of course, and about God as I go along with these topics or rants or whatever you want to call them. Um, but I just want to say in Second Timothy chapter 3, this one kind of pertains to our generation a lot, and in the beginning it says, in chapter 3 it says, this know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. In other words, dangerous times, times of stress, and uh, just bad times are going to come. You can pretty much fill in the blank with that word, with anything negative. Hard times, stressful times, dangerous times, times of of just hard hard living. Um, so, so for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy. Just in those, and just in, sec, in the second verse of that, that really does show, you know, we might just be living in the end times. Um, of course, generations before would probably say the same thing, but look what is being taught on the news. Look at what is being taught on social media, what is being taught in schools, this, this, this just insanity that is going on. That is infiltrating the minds of, of I wouldn't just say young people, because it's not just young people. It's in almost all ages, you know, from the fifth grader all the way up to the professor in college. It's just insane. And then news and, and talk shows and, and, and Hollywood and in movies and, and in books. It's just feeding it even some more, confusing people even more, lying to people even more, guiding people into to darkness and into eventually hell. Um, and, you know, lovers of their own selves, people who are loving of themselves, loving without natural affection, people don't even know what the word love really means. They think it is just merely a feeling of, of gratitude or, or, or a positivity towards someone or something or themselves. It's no, they have no room for respect. Um, love can be, you know, it can be awesome, you know, but on the same end, it can also be heartbreaking, you know. It's sometimes you have to let something go, uh... Because you love yourself. It could be you let somebody else go because 
you know, that the love was in vain. But people don't see it that way. It's if somebody does them wrong that they loved before, then they curse their name, they they hate them. And that's not what love is. And love for their neighbors, you know, people don't love each other just because they're another human being. There has to be there has to be a condition. There has to be a reason why that they love them. You know, what did something that they have to offer, something that they have to give, um, in order first to love them. You know, and then lovers of themselves, they they rather love themselves, which is not a bad thing, than spread that love to other people, which I think was the whole intention of love. Um, so I'll say that in in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is that people don't understand what love is, and it's not healthy. Um, coveters, I mean, people wishing that they had something that this person has. This is like a perfect example in social media. You know, people rather, you know, watch somebody else live a life and try to, you know, they not try to, but they they look at what they have and they compare themselves to them and see how much that they don't have and how much they wish they had this and wish they had that, a car, a, a boat, a, a, a house, money, all these things that they wish they had, but they don't. And um, so... It's just, it's an endless topic. You know, this topic can go on and on, but just, you know, let your mind kind of explore for a second and see what I mean. Um, boasters, people who are proud, people who boast about the things that they have as if it's important or if it's even significant to their salvation in any way, shape, or form. Um, blasphemy, blasphemy, blasphemers, people who blaspheme, you know, God's name, and, you know, it's not even saying GD or saying Jesus Christ out of, you know, in in place of a curse word, it's just, it goes deeper than that, you know, no respect for, for God, no, you know, it's just a total misunderstanding of God, and, um, you know, we all have we all, we all go through a period in time where we ask ourselves, what is life all about? And and they wonder if God even exists. But and it's pretty obvious. If you look at yourself in the mirror, and you look at yourself in the eyes, and you ask yourself these questions, am I, what is my purpose here? What am I supposed to do? Why am I created? You start reading scripture and you start to find out that it all makes sense later on when you start to understand and grow in wisdom and knowledge in the scriptures and it's all laid out right there you just have to open it up and have somebody or not or just read it for yourself or and if you have difficulties then have somebody who knows it kind of guide you and show you what it is all about um you know, proud blasphemers, uh, disobedient to parents. I mean, I mean, wow. I mean, I don't think 
there's ever been a period in time in history where kids are ungrateful and disobey their parents more. You know, it's just, it's insane. This is just one verse of this this book, and it kind of just sums up what's happening right now. Uh, unthankful and unholy. People who live an unholy life where, you know, all the above is taking place. They love themselves more than they love others. They're coveters. They wish that they had something other than what they have right now. Uh, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy. Um, and look at the state that we're in right now. What's going on in the world? What's going on with other nations? You know, wars, rumors of wars. You know, it's just all coming together. It's all taking place right before our eyes. And we are blind to it. Some people are just completely blind to it. And they don't see it. And they don't see what's going to come. And it's scary. Um, and it's sad. Okay, let's go to the verse number 3. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers. You know, this is... It's crazy. It's crazy what's going on. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers. Here's a good one. Fierce despisers of those that are good. People who have good morals, good ethics, and who try to live a good life and spread the good are hated. You know, you go to a college campus and you try to spread some good truth, not just what they want to hear, but truth, the hard truth, and they hate you for it. And in some places, they might even kill you for it. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. I mean, how many times have you heard somebody say, oh, I'm spiritual, or I believe in God, or but just not the God of the Bible? Um, well, I have yet to have an interaction with a God that is not aligned with the God of the Bible. And a lot of people don't like to hear that because they feel like you are trying to push something that that they just they immediately back away from. Oh, you're just trying to get me to believe this. Well blah blah blah. Well guess what? There's so many people and I would say most Christians, the majority of Christians at first, think that maybe all this stuff is talking about one God. Or talking about, you know, there's multiple ways or channels that you can go towards that will lead to the same spot. It's kind of like a funnel, you know. And you, 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 you can either be this religion or that religion or this or that, or believe in rocks, or tarot cards, or whatever, I don't even know, 
and then eventually it's all going to tunnel to the same source of quote-unquote energy, which we call God, or the frequency, which we call God. But that's just not the case. If you look about how the Bible was put together, and how it all came about, and how it's sitting on my table right now, or it's in a bookshelf somewhere at your house, or or you know libraries are filled with it, or bookstores are filled with it, how it's there... Just if you take the second to learn the history of how these 66 books came together and how they're all formed into one book between two leather covers, it's just, it's a, it's an act of God that it's here. It has, it has, you know, stood the test of time. It has lasted through kingdoms and empires and it has lasted longer than stone as Jordan Peterson likes to put it and that's not just something you know to 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 dust off you know that's something that really is an act of god and how it's right here in front of me and how i can look through it mark my bible up highlight, underline, and make notes on. It's just amazing. And what also makes the Bible true is the prophecies that are being fulfilled and the things that it says and how it is perfectly aligned with what's happening right now in this time just shows if you need any other proof, if you need any other, uh, uh, you know, anything to, to gain a little bit more, belief or faith in then it's the prophecies that are in there and when you watch each one get checkmarked throughout time then you should start reconsidering your thoughts and unbelief and get educated stop learning about gender gender studies and and worrying about your 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 emotions and and the things that are just so unimportant that it's unbelievable how people can spend their time believing that stuff and go and look in the scriptures and see what really matters because once you see the question of what is this world why am I here when that starts to get answered by reading the bible then you realize since something just a switch goes off and you're like wow all this other stuff just does not matter anymore. So, there's my little rant. I'm not going to go too long, because I could. I could be here for hours talking about this, but if you're listening right now, and you're having some unbelief, then i go, if I were you, I'd go and start reading YouTube. YouTube is... It generates so much information that there is literally no excuse for you not to even know what it says. You know, I mean, it's worth it's worth a shot. You know, to go and read just a couple of pages, listen to somebody else read it. If you don't have the energy or time to read it yourself, how about while you're driving to work, if you work. 
listen to somebody else read it to you and just absorb it. You absorb so much other stuff. You absorb so much hate and and negativity all day. Might as well go and absorb something that is true and something that is going to save you from this wicked world that we live in. How about you give that a shot and just see where you stand right after listening to that. And of course, there's going to be things that don't make sense because you have to do some more reading for it to make sense. If you read one page of of how to of to kill a mockingbird, it ain't going to make sense until you start reading a little bit before and a little bit after and you get some context to what you're reading, then it'll start to make sense. You're not just going to open up a page in the Bible in the Old Testament, read something that doesn't make sense. Well, if you read the Old Testament throughout and then you read the New Testament throughout, you notice that, hey, guess what? These thousands of years before Jesus showed up, they were all pointing to him. So a little bit of context does help. So I encourage you, whoever's listening, to go out, read, listen, use YouTube, listen to somebody else preach, and and give you the truth that we all need, that we all want. Sometimes we don't realize it, but we really want the truth. We really seek the truth. It's just that we haven't made that decision yet, or we haven't come to the conclusion yet. But if you're listening here right now, today, and you want the truth, well, this is this is your affirmation to go and look up something and learn a little bit about it. Because what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? If you ask me, your soul, your life is what you have to lose. There's nothing bad that's going to come out of it. If you go spend 15 minutes, 5 minutes, a couple of minutes to go and try to educate yourself just a little bit. Because there's a lot on the line. And what is a little bit of happiness, a little bit of hope, a little bit of joy and faith going to do? Is it going to do anything bad? I don't think so. Not in my experience, not at all. And not in countless lives. They've all come to see the truth. So, I recommend you go do the same thing. Thank you for listening to my rant. And uh, have a blessed day. Oh.